Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Monday. We bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is ahead of our life. And we give honor to our leadership, our pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr., of the Pentecostal Power Church, and our First Lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newsom. We want to thank and praise God for um, how the Lord has continued to bless and encourage us, and we are grateful to the Lord to allow us to be on the broadcast one more time. And so with that being said, we want to uh, acknowledge the people of God that uh, have uh, helped us uh, reach a milestone of 5,000 uh, broadcast episodes. And so we want to thank the Lord for um, just having 5,000 subscribers, rather, uh, in the various episodes that they've helped us. And so celebrate with us on that particular uh, behalf. Um, we want to thank God for all of our supporters. We could not have um, had 5,000 uh, subscribers or viewers without your support and your prayers. And so we want to uh, honor you in that regard and thank you for your support. And we do still need your support and prayers uh, to check subscribe. Please listen to our podcast. Uh, please share our podcast. It's designed for believers to have a platform to share, exchange, and also uh, be partakers of uh, what God is doing. And so we do need your help, your prayers and support. So please join us, share this. Someone may need a word of hope. It's a uh, definitely a tool for witnessing and sharing the gospel, uh, the good news of the death, burial and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so with that being said, we want to continue to do this. Uh, we're going to make some changes uh, eventually. Uh, we're just getting the broadcast to a point where uh, we can uh, host it with uh uh, other um, people on the broadcast to share with us their experience. And so we're going to widen and broaden our uh, sites on a different way that we want to present this broadcast. And so continue to pray for Elder Newsom uh, and Missionary Newsom and Faith in God in their TV broadcast. And we will continue to uh, be, uh, uh, I guess, uh, providers of uh, good, wholesome, uh, word and uh, scripture that we can all follow. And so we still uh, want to continue on with our uh, theme of uh, church discipline, which is our part three. And we did one last year. Uh, we did one on last week. And this is our part three as we talk about church discipline. And we're going to get into some sticky points uh, that I wanted to get into last week. And, uh, Saints, uh, this is not a, a attempt to get your amen. This is an attempt to share with you the things that believers ought to follow. This was not uh, these particular guidelines, these particular scriptures or were not given uh, to unbelievers. Uh, these particular scriptures were given to believers. And so just want to share that with you. But let us get our sidebar, have a word of prayer, and then we'll get into uh, church discipline part three. And so we're going to talk about some things that I think would help us and encourage us things that we need to know as believers. And so, uh, stay with me as we, um, uh, get into the depths of this particular series. And so let us, uh, 
deal with the sidebar. Sidebar was we had uh, uh, a blessed weekend. Uh, my pastor, Bishop Merchison, uh, preached uh, revival on Thursday and Friday in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where Bishop El Elder Baldwin is the uh, Bishop Baldwin is the pastor there. And so we really had a, a, a great time in the Lord uh, there. And uh, our pastor really did a great job sharing the gospel message with the people of God, the believers. And uh, one message that stuck with me that he preached uh, during the uh, revival was give all diligence. And so this is how uh, this is going to tie into church discipline because you ain't going to give no diligence to nothing if you don't have discipline. Praise God. You're not going to give diligence to anything if your flesh is just having this way. And so we're going to talk about church discipline as it uh, kind of interconnects with giving all diligence. And so we're going to talk about that today. Uh, I want to also say I uh, want to thank God for District Elder Turner and the youth having their first annual crusade service. And uh, they had some good speakers, uh, Elder Murchison Jr., uh, priest on Friday and on Saturday had Elder Thompson, uh, one of the elders in our church, one of the associate elders in our church, and they did a very excellent, spectacular job uh, ministering the word of God. However, I wasn't there on Saturday, uh, but we thank and praise God that we were still able to get part of um, the service due to live stream. And uh, just want to say to the people of God that uh, uh, let us continue to support one another in all of these different endeavors. And there are some great things happening uh, in um, Pentecost of power. And so we want to say that. Uh, let us go before the Lord in prayer. Uh, pray for our bishop and first lady. Pray for our uh, organization. Pray for our senior bishop. Uh, please pray for um, the entire executive council board of bishops, uh, uh, presiding bishop, assisting presiding bishop, Bishop Bullock, Mother Bullock. Uh, let us pray for the Prather family as well as the Lee family. Um, let us continue to pray for the saints and all believers that uh, we would just grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, one of the main things that we want to do is keep a prayerful heart as uh, believers. Let us keep a prayerful heart and let us unite and support one another. That's where we're hurting the most uh, in the body of Christ is we uh, not just as uh, one church, but as many members, we need uh support one another uh, in the endeavor of um, just being able to uh, hear the word of God and share the word of God. Now, we, I know support goes in a lot of other aspects, um, but we know that some things we can and cannot do. And so I'm not saying that you can go everywhere and be everywhere, but you can share uh, the gospel message with someone uh, that you may receive through uh, the hearing of the word of God. And so that's what we, that's what we really should focus on sharing the gospel message. And so let us, um, 
go before his throne in prayer that the Lord would direct us. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before thee and before thy throne. Heavenly Father, we thank you today, Lord God, for your many blessings. We thank you, Lord God, for, oh God, you granting us, oh God, an opportunity, oh God, to be in your midst and in the midst of thy people. We pray now, oh Lord, that you would direct us and you would unctionize us. You would lead and guide us through the word of God that we might encourage and edify the body of Christ and believers across the world. Help us today, Lord God. We will speak words that will, oh God, strengthen and bring life in the name of Jesus, oh God. Touch in a miraculous way. Heal, Lord, send deliverance. Save those, oh God, that's desiring to be saved. We pray for those, oh God, that have mind battles, mind struggles. And oh God, those, oh God, oh God, that have suicidal minds, we pray. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would save and you would touch and you would heal and you would deliver. Oh, God, like only that you can. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory. We give you the honor and the praise. And we thank you for a great deliverance. As we decrease, let your anointing increase in our lives that we might be a vessel that you can use for thy glory. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise in Jesus' name to the glory of God. And we thank you for it right now. Continue to bless our pastor and first lady, Bishop and Lady Paulette, and the entire Pentecostal Power family, church family. Bless them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, remember all of our viewers and subscribers. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, saved and unsaved, we pray, God, that we would continue to be a light, a beacon of hope that somebody might, oh God, be encouraged. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank God. So we thank God for the prayer that's been prayed. And now we want to get right into our broadcast and we want to give a shout out to Sister Angel Lee. This is one of our uh, newest converts uh, in our local church that have received uh, the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. We want to uh, definitely give God glory and praise for Sister Angel, and the Lord is doing great things with our young people. And so we want our young people to be encouraged. Um, this message that we're going to share about church uh, discipline is not only to encourage the younger ones, but mainly for our older ones to remain rooted and grounded and disciplined that we might be an example uh, to the younger ones. And so it's very, very uh, important. It's very, very important that we be an example to the younger ones. All right. And so that's mainly where we're going to focus on. And we got to uh, practice uh, what we preach. All right. And so we're going to get into it. Uh, and I can tell you right now that I'm not perfect uh, in a lot of areas, but I will say that uh, I do believe we should live what we preach. And so we're striving. Uh to be uh, the example that we are uh, professing that we had, that we are, and that we have been. And so that's what we want to remain consistent in our efforts to present uh, a good, wholesome, godly life that others can uh, not stumble and be hindered uh, by our errors and our mistakes. And so we want to do our very best uh, with the help of the Lord. All right. And so let us get into the word of God. We want to go to uh, our first scripture. Uh, we're going to go to our first scripture here. And uh, 
before we uh, do that, I just want to say to the people of God also um, that we're making uh, some strides and some changes to uh, make uh, this broadcast more simplified and easier for you to follow along with us. And so I just want to say to you, uh, uh, please uh, be there for our support. So we can continue to, amen, make some of these changes that we need to make. All right. So let us go to Matthew chapter uh, 18. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 18. And we're going to take a look at something here that uh, I was looking at when I was reading the word of God. And we want to um, take a look at a few things in our Sunday school lesson, deal with some things. And um, let us just go here. Uh, Jesus teaches about... uh, how to treat um, believers uh, who sins, you know, um, church uh, world or church has gotten to the point where it uh, has adapted to a point where it wants to accept any and everybody's behavior. Uh, the church is supposed to receive any and everybody as a person, but the behavior we must teach uh, according to the word of God that people might know how to conduct themselves. And Jesus warned about many things. He warned about temptation. Uh, He warned about looking down on others. He warned about a lot of things that we should be. And he told us, except we become as a little child, we cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. So it's very important that we remember that as we talk about church discipline. So when I was growing up as a young uh, man, we uh, were disciplined by our parents when it was necessary. And all disciplines and all uh, punishments don't necessarily have to be physical. And so we want to make sure that we deal with this on a spiritual level, that all disciplines are not designed you know, to disenable an individual or a believer, but it's to strengthen that believer and help that believer to grow and move in a positive direction uh, that they may uh, be corrected in such a way that they may walk in uh, the word of God and not in their flesh. And uh, let us take a look, Matthew 18 and verse number 15. Let's take a look at it real quick. And he says here, and let me put the scripture read on the screen in case we have viewers that want to see the scripture. I'm going to go to Matthew 18 and 15. I'm going to go ahead and put it on the screen for you. 18 and let's see, 15. And we'll go to about, I don't know, we'll, we'll see how far we get down here, but we'll go to 18 and 15 for now. I'll put the scripture on the screen here. And let's take a look at it. He's, he says here, he says, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. And if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. So he says here in the scripture, moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault 
between thee and him alone. And if this is the key word in this scripture, if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. Now, let's look at the point of if the person do not hear. If the person do not hear, the opposite of gaining thy brother is you have lost him. So let us let us make sure that we rightly divide the word of God. So the opposite of gain is to not gain or lose. Okay? And he says here, if he shall hear thee, thou hast thou hast gained thy brother. All right. And so let's take a look here in verse number 16. But if he will not, glory, if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. So right here in this scripture, there's a situation uh, where you need two or three witnesses. Hmm? And we, we're going to take a look here. If there's a situation where you need two or three witnesses and they still don't hear you, the Bible said now you admonish them. We're going we gonna to keep reading. We're going to keep reading here. Uh, let's go to verse number 17. And if he neglect to hear them <laughs> here it is right here if he neglect to hear them after two or three then came to you and told you your fault and you still just want to be a problem to the pastor be a problem to those that's trying to help you be saved because some people don't want to be saved let me make that clear and i'm, I'm saying it to the degree when they refuse correction, they're saying, I don't want to be saved. Because you can't, you can't have your cake and eat it too. I can't say, I want to be saved and I want to have my girlfriend too. Hmm? It just don't work like that. Hmm? I can't, I can't say, oh Lord have mercy. Hmm? I can't say I can drive down the street 50 miles an hour and a 30 mile an hour zone and the police pulled me over. And I said, well, you know, what an emergency when nobody's sick, hmm? when nobody ill and I had no type of pressing emergency to really justify that type of behavior. Let me make it plain. And I said to the police, and he says, well, I'm going to have to write you a ticket because you were speeding. And, and he says, you're going to have to go to court and stand before the judge. And then I get in front of the judge and say, well, I don't want to pay this ticket because I feel like, you know, it was my car and I can speed if I want to. Hmm? I didn't told the police it's my car. I can speed if I want to. And I tell the judge <laughs> that's two or three witnesses right there. Hmm. And so what do you think going to happen? What do you think the outcome of that's going to be? It's not going to be very well. And so when we look at verse number 17, and if he shall neglect to hear them, the pastor didn't sit down and talk with you. 
The deacons didn't sit down and talk to you. Hmm? The mothers didn't sit down and talk to you. And you still won't hear. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Huh? This is why we need church discipline. Because there's an order we must we must follow. Hmm? And we are dealing with some rebels in these last days. We're dealing with, with people that's rebellious. Not calling anybody any names, but we're dealing with people that are rebellious today. And because we're dealing with that type of mindset, we must stay with the scripture to govern the church. Hmm? And we're not gonna we're not gonna not govern the church at the expense of being your friend. Hmm? We're gonna not not govern God's house, huh? By not sharing with you what needs to be shared. You need to know this. And uh some people they don't like rules. Hmm? Some people don't like excuse me, some people don't like uh, being told what to do. It's just in their spirit when they're told to do one thing, it's in their flesh to do another. I understand all that. You know, we understand that everybody don't want to be governed. But if he neglect to hear the church, it says, let it be unto him as an heathen. He said, let it be unto him as a heathen. This is what it says here. It said, let it be unto him as a heathen. And he says here, let it be as a heathen and a publican man. Now here in this scripture, I want to make sure I let you know, publican simply means to be a sinner. Hmm? Had to be an unbeliever. And so when you come in the church and say, I want to be saved, I love the Lord and I want to walk with the Lord. There's a set of instructions that come with that. I'm going to show you the instructions that come with it. So obey them. Hebrews 13, 17 says, obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourself. For they must give an account. So if those in leadership have to give an account, then we must be subject to those that are leading us. Now, let's take a look here. Matthew. Um, let me go to Matthew. Uh, 18 and 17. And we're going to finish up here and we're going to pick it back up. Uh, we'll be back on on Wednesday. We'll pick it right back up. But we wanted to share get this started with you because this is going to be a pretty long series this week. Uh, we're going to really pick it up on Wednesday. We're going to go uh, quite a bit of time with it on Wednesday. But I just want to get back into it just a little bit, ease my feet back into it uh, to you all to show you where we are in the scripture. He says now, uh, let him be as uh, unto thee as a heathen, man and a publican, which means to be a sinner. He says, very, very, I say unto you, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And I want to let you know the reason why some people are constantly in the prayer line, huh? Because they've been bound 
Hmm? They've been bound because of their disobedience. Hmm? And some have been loose. Some, the pastor said, hey, okay, bless yourself. I'm no longer your pastor, you know, because the pastor shouldn't have to uh, beat you over the head with the Bible. That's not that's not what they're called to do. They're called to instruct you. And you are to hear. Your, your part in the matter is to hear. And anytime they got to beat you over the head, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and a stranger they will not follow. And there is a difference between the nature of a sheep and the nature of a goat. Praise God. And I'll never forget our late Bishop uh, uh, Lavelle Tyler. He used to sing the song, they will never run together anymore. He says, sheep's on the right and goats on the left. And I want to let you know, God has called us to be sheep. And uh, if since we are sheep of his pasture, we should hear his voice. And his voice is through the scripture, through the word of God. And so we won't hear the scripture. We won't hear who God has placed over us. Then we're going to find ourselves in two places, either being bound or loosed. Because the pastor uh, is not uh, called to make anyone do anything. And so I want to make sure I make that clear to you. His job is to instruct you. All right. And so let, let's take a look here at verse number 18. He says, uh, verse number 18, he says, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. This was some great authority that he had given to the apostles, hmm? to the disciples, to deal with matters uh, for those Christians, not unbelievers, but this was to Christians, who sin against each other, huh? And they had conflict in the uh, or or to re resolve conflict in the body of Christ. This was not for unbelievers. This was not for the community. This was for those that were in the church. And so, when we're in the church. We have to follow certain guidelines according to scripture. Hmm? We do not go to court and take another saint, another believer to court. That's against the book. That's against scripture. That's against the apostles teaching. Even Jesus says here, if you have a fault or an alt, go to him and him alone. We have a responsibility. This is not a license for a frontal attack or an assault on another believer. Hmm. Other saints don't sue other saints. Praise the Lord. I know we're going to get into this church discipline. Hmm. Somebody damaged your product. Uh, you work it out. You reason together and come up with some resolution, but you don't say, Hey, I'm going to take you to court. I'm going to sue you. Hmm. Believers don't do that. Hmm. Because if we bite and devour one another, we're going to be consumed one of another. Look at this now. Every person who hurt us or slight us, we don't have a license. Hmm? We don't have a license to retaliate. Hmm? But forgiveness ought to be 
one of the first things come to our mind, forgiveness, prayer and forgiveness, and then reconciliation. Because there will be no reconciliation if there's no forgiveness and prayer for the forgiveness. Hmm? I know, I know. We're going to get down through here. And the reason why uh, uh, we can't have this frontal attack, we can't even start a destructive gossip campaign. You know, because the first thing happens, and we need church discipline. You know, we as younger saints and well as older saints, we got to be, be mature enough. If we have a problem, take it to the person and not to everybody else. This is to everybody. You have a problem as a believer, take it to the individual you got a problem with and don't take it to everybody else. You got a problem with the pastor, don't tell everybody else because you're going to poison the mind of other believers. You need to go to your leader and go to him alone and get what's on your chest off. <laughs> I'm not telling you anything going to change because the pastor going to do what God called him to do. But ain't no sense in you poisoning the mind of everybody else. Cause you don't like something. Hmm? And so it's very important that we pay attention to these particular, uh, uh, steps that we need to take as believers because we can get ourselves in trouble with God and you don't want to get, it's a fearful thing. The Hebrews tell us it's a fearful thing. I believe it's Hebrews 10 and uh, 37, somewhere in there says it's a fearful Hebrews 10 and 35 says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. It's a fearful thing. And I know people in lost day fear, saints in lost day fear, people then lost day fear, church folk in lost day fear. But God is still judging every action. And just because judgment don't come expediently, the hearts of oh, men is, oh Lord, it's set to do evil. Hmm? And just because Oh, God don't swing the axe the minute you do something wrong. Don't mean the axe ain't going to be swung. There just might be God's grace and mercy abiding, giving you an opportunity to repent. And so I want to say this to all believers as we get ready to get out of here. Uh, it's not a license to start a destructive gossip campaign because some people, they got the motor mouth. They love to talk. They love to talk and don't know what they're talking about. And they'll go around saying things that they'll not be saying. And they'll poison other people's mind against you. And you'll be wondering, why are they acting funny around me? Hmm? Have you ever had that happen in life? People act a little funny, a little withdrawn, and you kind of be like, what didn't happen now? They didn't got a hold of that gossiper. That's what didn't happen. They didn't, they didn't became the church garbage can. And you don't want to become the church garbage can. And you need to be filling yourself up with prayer, supplication, and with the word of God and with the Holy Scriptures as a young person. Stay away from these people that talk too much. Glory. <laughs> I know I'm messing up. I might be messing up, you know. But I'm trying to help you young people grow in God and be somebody in God. But if you the church trash can... Oh, and your name is always in the middle of something and you always in the pastor's office. Hmm? The same people are always in the pastor's office. You know what that say? 
you part of the gossip column. And I want to let you know, you don't want to be a part of that. You want to be a part of what God is doing. And so you don't want to start a gossip campaign. Uh, you don't want to get stuff stirred and worked up because these scriptures are designed so you can be reconciled in the right relationship with other believers that you may have conflict with. Hmm? And because we disagree don't mean we have to be disagreeable. Hmm? Some people you disagree with, they don't even want to drink coffee with you no more. Well, I'm, everybody don't drink coffee, but let's just say drink tea or water with you. Hmm? Some of them don't want to drink tea and water with you no more. Hmm? Just because you don't agree with something that they're doing that's wrong. Well, I just, I'm here to serve you notice. If you're doing something wrong, the Bible tells me not to strengthen the hand of the evildoer. And so uh, I'm going to withdraw myself from that kind of behavior. But I want to let you know, we don't have a right to sue other saints. We don't have a right to gossip and run down other believers. But our job is to pray for them and forgive them and be reconciled with them. Hmm? When someone wrongs us, we are we we sometimes I'll say this when somebody wrong us and I'm not telling you I haven't done it. Sometimes we forget about what the scripture said and we do the opposite of what God tells us to do, what the word of God tells us to do. Hmm? I, I, I think I made that mistake a few times of doing the opposite of what the scripture told me to do. But you know what I learned? I learned when it's all said and done, you're still going to go right back to the word of God and have to do what the words say to get it worked out. So I'm telling you from experience that you should just go ahead and follow what the word of God say and be reconciled with your brother and sister. These are the disciplines that we need in the body of Christ. Huh? He recommends us not to turn the hatred and resentment because if we turn the hatred and resentment Hmm? We're only going to hurt ourselves in the process. Huh? And it's important. It's important that you let it go. Do not seek revenge. Do not seek revenge on others. It's important that you let it go. Let's go to verse number 19. Let's look at Matthew 18 and 19. Let's see what it says. He says, and again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my father, which is in heaven. Don't you know the biggest hindrance, the biggest stop, uh, the biggest hindrance of the flow of you receiving your blessing? is to have unforgiveness because when we come to church, this is a spiritual thing to touch and agree. You got to make sure the channel is clear. And too many people are trying to touch and agree and they haven't forgave one another. What are you going to touch and agree on? And you got this big old boulder sitting right here. Jesus said in Matthew seven, he said, why try to remove the beam out of my brother? eye?" When you can't, you know, the moat out of your brother eye and you can't remove the beam out of your own eye. Hmm? So 
you're not going, you know, you're not going to get past the word of God. And sometimes it's insanity. We're praying and asking God for things repetitiously, and we ain't done the first thing, and that's forgive. Hmm? Ain't no sense you talking about, uh, Lord, I need, you know, Lord, do this, do that, and you haven't taken care of the first thing that needs to be taken care of. And this is why we got to be disciplined enough to have humility enough to say, I was wrong. We got to be, we got to be humble enough to say to ourselves, I was wrong and talk to the Lord. Lord, I was wrong and go to the person and repent. So when you go back to the Lord in prayer, that your, your, your uh, accusation or your request can be answered. Hmm? But too many times our prayer requests are hindered because we're trying to get things from God and we haven't released the person that had trespassed against us. It's very important that we release those trespasses. These are all the things that we need to do to have church discipline. And uh, a lot of times we say we got church discipline, uh, but we don't because we've got too many other things going on behind the scenes. I'm going to read the last verse and we're going to go to Corinthians for a minute. But I want you to see this last verse in Matthew 18, 20. I want you to see that because uh, I think it's very important that we take a look. Well, we, we could keep going and uh, the 18 chapter. So you can finish the 18 chapter out, but I got to save time because we're getting close to one o'clock. But look at this in Matthew 18 and 20. For where two or three are gathered together, in my name, there I am in the midst of them. And so Peter asked Jesus a question about forgiveness. It's very important that we forgive the person, the individual, as many times as it requires them to be forgiven. Don't you want to restore that relationship you once had? Hmm? I know. Some people say, well, they hurt me. Uh, but binding and loosing refers to a decision in church conflicts among believers. So this is not, you know, this is not an appeal of your decision to do or not to do what the scriptures say. Hmm? God, God is God. Guidance is based on discernment of his word. You got to look at the word of God and see and understand what is God speaking to your heart. And you have the responsibility to bring the problem as God has put in your heart. Don't sit back and say, I'm not going to have nothing to do with them. Don't sit back and say, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to help the pastor. Don't sit back and say, I'm just going to sit here and ride out in the church. Because that's what you got. You got a lot of people sitting in church and they just rotting away. Hmm? They not working. They not supporting the ministry. They not doing nothing. They just sitting there wasting away. Look at this. Uh, we should bring the problem to the church. This is another thing. When there's problems in the church, we hide. We stick our head in the sand and say, I don't want to be involved with it. Hmm? You have a responsibility. Use God guidance to resolve conflicts. 
If God is tugging at your heart saying, hey, you need to probably, you know, you need not probably you need to say something. Hmm? And you know what? That's this one thing, you know, uh, they say if you see something, they got this rule that they got in the world concerning, you know, uh, different mass shootings and all this stuff. They say if you see something, say something. You see a guy going into the grocery store. Let me let me bring this analogy. You see the guy going to the grocery store. He got a, he got an assault weapon, and he got the clip. He's got a big old uh, big old bag on his shoulder, full of ammunition. And you sitting in the car while your mom and dad in the store shopping. You sitting in the car, you know, on your phone on social media. And you see the guy go in the grocery store with this assault weapon. Uh, what comes to mind? Are you gonna are you gonna initiate the call to 911? And are you gonna call your parents and say, hey, I just seen this guy headed into the store. Y'all might want to get out of there. And I'm dialing 911. Or will you just continue to sit there? And play with your phone and stay on social media till you hear shots fire off. And this is what we do in church. We wait till we see people leave the church. We wait till we see people hurt. We wait till we see people backslide. Then we say, oh, I knew that was going to happen. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Lord have mercy. You knew all this was going to happen. And you saw it, but you didn't say nothing. You got a lot of blood on your hand. I just want to let you know. Because there's no way in the world that we claim to be our brother's keeper. And you're going to set up and see that man going in the store hmm, with an assault weapon. And you're not going to say nothing. And it's the same thing in the church spiritually. You're not going to sit there and watch and listen to people gossip about other folk that's trying their best to strive to be saved. Oh, glory be to God. I got to get out of here. And you just going to sit there and not say nothing. Hmm? Sometimes we're not part of the solution. We're part of the problem. And this is why we need church discipline. And so I'm saying to our young people, well as the old people, if you see something, hear something, say something. Because it makes no sense for you to be discouraged because what will happen is that person that's been doing all that talking, they'll run and repent and beat and got the thing right. And you'll be sitting there discouraged. It has happened to me. So I want to let you know. And you'll be wondering why they praising God and going on in the Lord and you sitting there stunning because they knew what the scripture said. Even though they messed up, they knew how to get themselves right. I'm going to give you this uh, analogy uh, with the Israelites. Moses went up to talk to God and uh, Joshua stayed down at the foot of the mountain. Praise God. And all them folk, uh, the assistant pastor, all them folk convinced uh, the assistant pastor to make them a golden calf, make them a god of a golden calf. You notice Aaron messed up. I just want to let you know. So so you, you might have gossip, but that ain't the end of the problem. 
I'm letting you know how to get out of the gossip column. You need to go and repent and get that thing right and get yourself right with God so you can no longer be a part of that gossip column. The minute Moses came down off the mountain <laughs> and, and uh, Joshua said to people, uh, it sounded like the people were rejoicing and Moses had discernment. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory be to God. Everybody shout, ain't a shout of rejoicing. Some people in trouble. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Some people, God is giving them a fairly good whooping. I know. I know people don't like that. Hmm? And so everything you see people doing, it may not, it may, you got to discern that cry. But to make a long story short, when he said who is on the Lord's side, Aaron hurry up and jumped on the right side and got himself together. So I want to let you know. And Cora and the rest of them and all the ones that wanted to rebel, they kept doing what they was doing. And the ground opened up and it's swallowing them up. So I want to let you know. You have an opportunity uh, to be reconciled. And the only way we can be reconciled is by following the disciplinary guidelines that's in the scripture. We're going to our next scripture now. Let's go to, uh, as we close out, we're going to go to Corinthians now. Let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, and we're going to go to uh, verse number 1 through 10 here. We'll probably get some more. I'll, I'll probably do 13, but we, we'll see what we got here. Yeah, 1 Corinthians, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 to 13. He says here, Paul has got the report from the Corinthian church that it is reported commonly that there is fornication among you, such as fornication is not so much named among the Gentiles that one should have his father's wife. These are church folk. This ain't These ain't people in the world. These are church folk. Got this kind of conduct going on. Hmm? And he says, and ye are puffed up and have not rather mourned. You didn't even have no repentance, no remorse about it. But you have done this deed might be taken from among you. Hmm? We talk about everybody in the church. Hmm? But we let that liar and that tail bear and that fornicator sit right up in there and keep fornicating. Look at this. All sin got to be dealt with in the church. Hmm? Homosexuality. Hmm? Oh, Lord. All of these things. I don't want to get uh, grotesque, but all these things must be addressed in the church. Homosexuality, ungodly lifestyle, huh? Ungodly talk, ungodly walk, huh? ungodly oh lord speech all of these things ungodly conversation 
says here, for verily. As absent in the body, Paul wasn't present there, but present in the spirit have judged already as though I was present. Paul had to, Paul had to deal with it. Paul couldn't avoid it. Hmm? He had to address it. Even though he wasn't present, you know, and sometimes we use the excuse, you know, wait till I get there. <laughs> Paul didn't say wait till I get there. He started dealing with it when he heard about it. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. But look at this. He said, I was present concerning, as though I were present concerning him that had done this deed. Paul was condemning it right off the bat, right off the start. And we have to do the same thing as believers, whether it be your friend, brother, sister, whoever it is, condemn it right away. Hmm? He says here, uh, I, I want to get it here. He says here in uh, verse number four, let's get it. He says, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you are gathered together, and my spirit, and with the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, to deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, your glory is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven, leaven a whole lump. This is where I close out at this point. And I think I pick it up Wednesday at the Lord's will. I'll pick it back up. This is where I left off last week on Monday when I shared with you last Monday that people are in the church. They're sitting back and they'll say, he doing it and nobody's saying anything. And I said plainly, I said, are you going to jump off a bridge because somebody else jumped off a bridge? No. He said, your glory is not good. Know you not that a little leaven, leaven the whole lump. This is why we need church discipline. Because when we let uh, things run wild and let people run wild in the church, that backbiter, that gossiper, and that talebearer can tear up a church. Hmm? And it's very important. Paul said to deliver such a one to Satan means to exclude him from fellowship of the other believers. This is where, this is where it gets sticky at because some people say, well, you know, that's pretty strong, you know, you know, to, to remove that person or, 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 or not have fellowship with that person. That's not love. Oh yes, it is. It is love. It, it, it's the type of love. It's the strong type of love. It's the heavy handed type of love to bring about correction to that individual if they want to be saved. If they don't want to be saved, they won't receive correction. But if they want to be saved, and once you shine them, hmm, to know that that conduct and that behavior will not and is not tolerated. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? I got to go. <laughs> I got to get out of here. But Paul was telling the church they have the ability they have the responsibility to maintain the standards of morality in God's house. Glory. I got to go. 
Lord have mercy. And I know this ain't popular among churches, among people that's in church because everybody want to have the Burger King attitude. Hmm? Have it your way. Hmm? But this ain't Burger King, honey. This is God's house. And he said, among all nations, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it the den of thieves. Hmm? And Jesus threw them money exchangers out. Hmm? And people said Jesus was in a rage. Jesus was upset. But you see, he did not tolerate the immoral act nor the immoral behavior. And neither should the church, oh, glory be to God, of, of the Lord Jesus Christ today should be uh, subjected to lowering their moral standard of morality. Hmm? Just to have. Oh, Lord, just to have membership. Hmm? Because if God ain't got them, you ain't got them no way. You just got a bunch of devils jumping around. Hmm? And I want to let you know, it's very important that we get our house in order. Hmm? I know. It's not a popular message. I know. They probably said, Brother Newsom should be talking about something else. But no, we're going to talk about church discipline this week because we need discipline as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Because if we're going to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, the church must be governed according to the word of God, according to the apostles, the prophets, and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. And if they have laid down these standards for the church, they should not be neglected. They should not be, uh, oh, glory be to God. They should not be neglected. Neither should they not be adhered to. And so we need strong discipline in the church of God today. Hmm? And I want to let you know, it's too late to fix a problem after the problem has arose. But discipline is the avenue that every leader, every believer must go down the path of church discipline to regain and re-reconcile, to reestablish right relationship and fellowship with other believers. And so I'm going to leave it right there. Uh, I could go a little bit farther, but we went over today. Uh, I am your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. We have more for you. <laughs> on this topic. Uh, I Last week we had uh, some other things we had to take care of, but we will be back on Lord's Will on Wednesday. Please follow us. Please ask your questions. Present your concerns uh, in, in terms of the scriptorial viewpoint about church discipline. Huh? And I want to let you know, we got to purge out the old leaven that we may become a new lump. And the only way more standard, uh, more behavior, more conduct is to be restored in the church is back in the day. They didn't have a lot of education. Hmm? They didn't have a lot of charisma, but they had the word of truth and they governed the church by it. And we can see a different church today because of the more standard has been lowered. I'm not ashamed and scared to say it. We see a different church today. The same church according to Jesus Christ. But I'm talking about individual assemblies now. 
we see a different church of today than we did on yesterday. And Haggai said, who is left among you and saw the house in his first glory? All oh, glory. Hallelujah. And how do you see it now? If you see something different, ain't no sense in you disagreeing with me on this broadcast today. You know it's different. Even these pastors and bishops know it's different. Because people now, they'll put on their skates and they'll roll on before they would accept proper discipline. But we must warn them that if they plan on being saved in the end and making the rapture, they're going to have to come back to this more standard and behavior. Because God said he's coming back for a church that's without spot, blemish, wrinkle, or any such thing. And so we must warn them and we must encourage all believers to have good moral character and behavior and church discipline in these last and evil days. So I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. I want to say God bless you. Uh, thank you for joining us today. We uh, thank God for you uh, being with us on this broadcast. And we are just uh, uh, thankful to the Lord uh, for you joining us. And uh, uh, we definitely want to thank God uh, for you uh, being with us today. I uh, want to say God bless you. I uh, just wanted to uh, demonstrate a few things that we are are embarking upon for the people of God. I uh, just want to share with you that uh, on this Tuesday, there will be Bible class, I believe. Uh, there will be prayer at uh, 1230 on Tuesday uh, at 6 p.m. on uh, Tuesday. Uh, on Thursday, I believe there's be 1230 prayer and 6 p.m. prayer uh, if the Lord's will. And uh, we just ask the saints to stay prayerful. Um, remember consecration on this week, uh, I believe Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. I believe consecration is Wednesday and Thursday. Um, or it may be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Please check with the announcement. Um, but I know it's consecration on this week. Uh, and the announcement has been given out. And so we just want to make sure that you are aware of uh, the different events and things that are happening in the uh, PPC MKE, PPC Milwaukee. And so I want to say uh, God bless you to all the people of God. Uh, thank you for joining the Faith in God in that TV broadcast. Uh, you can also see our times, which is uh, at your uh, bottom right hand of the screen. You can see our times when the Faith in God Internet TV is broadcast. Uh, please uh, remember to support us. Uh, there's three ways to give and to support us. And so we need your support. And so we hope that you would uh, help us. Uh, dollar sign Fidget TV through Cash App. You can mail it to us via address or you can text it via our phone number if you have uh, Zelle or any of the other types of uh, uh, giving platforms uh, or you can just do uh, the Cash App or mail a check to uh, the address listed below. And so you can address it to uh, Fidget TV or Gregory Newsom. We thank and praise God for that. Uh, we just want to say to all the people of God that we love you. Uh, thank you for joining the broadcast. And we want to say God bless you again. Uh, truly, uh, thank God for all of you joining the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. Just wanted you to know that we love you and we appreciate you 
uh, for supporting us and joining us on today. And so with that being said, I want to close out the broadcast with a word of prayer. Uh, there may be somebody out there that may need prayer. And so we want to pray for you uh, that the Lord may touch and, uh, you know, grant you your petition today. And so that's what we want to do. We want to pray for you. All right. And so let us get ready to uh, go before his throne and we're going to go into a word of prayer. So that's what we want to do today. We're going to get uh, into prayer mode and that we want to pray earnestly to the Lord for you, uh, that the Lord uh, may bless you and may strengthen you. All right. And so let us go before his throne at this time. And we're going to pray. All right. Thank you, Lord. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne, oh God, we thank you right now. Thank you for your blessing, Heavenly Father. Thank you for those that have joined the broadcast today. We pray, Lord God, that you would touch the hearts of your people, that you would minister, God, healing strength, oh God, forgiving strength, oh God, repentance, oh God. You would honor their repentance, God, that they would be restored into the proper, oh God, relationship with you through following the scriptures, oh God, and being reconciled with their brother and sister, God, in the name of Jesus, by following, oh God, the right disciplinary, oh God, protocols to be, oh God, restored, according to Galatians 6 and 1. Bless them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We pray now that you would touch the hearts of your people, Lord, everywhere. In the name of Jesus, oh God, let it be so even now as we pray that healing would take place, oh God. Look on our senior bishop, Bishop Scott, oh God, and all the saints, oh God, in the body of Christ. We ask you to bless in a special way. In the name of Jesus, we pray to the glory of God. And Father, we thank you and we forever give you the glory, honor, and the praise. And we claim healing and deliverance. In the name of Jesus, we pray to the glory of God. And Father, we pray that somebody will confess Christ and repent of their sins and submit to believing, repenting, and being baptized in water in Jesus' name and being filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Oh, God, and we thank you for it. And we forever, oh, God, give you praise. And we thank you right now in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. And so I'm your um, host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, uh, we want to say God bless you in Jesus' name. And thank you for joining our broadcast. God bless you. Thank you, Lord.